Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. John, welcome. It is hot and humid. That's not that bad. Well, it's just because it's been rainy. Yeah, but like not rainy enough because like the rain would get rid of the humidity, but no. it just like does it for 30 seconds and then you're like, just kidding, you're still swamped. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, it's the end of, we're coming to the end of summer. I mean, the uh, uh, unofficial end of summer is like a week and a half away. So. Like when people go back to school or when the season ends. uh, You know, I think in a week, people go back to school. A week from like when this airs, people start to go back to school, I think. And then the weekend after that is Labor Day, which is the quote unquote unofficial end of summer. So, you know, you got to get all the gross summery weather out of the way right now. (laughs) Yes, please. And then we're on to the crisp wonderfulness of fall. Here in New My we're gonna watch favorite. All the leaves change. We're gonna go to fairs and drink apple cider and do whatever it is that people pumpkin do. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I already saw. I mean, I already saw both Halloween and Christmas things up this week. So, I mean, it's here. Christmas already? Oh yeah, of course. Because you know, people have no Just chill. Skip over Thanksgiving and Halloween and, and Labor Day. Yeah. No one ever gives Labor Day its due. Isn't there something about white pants on Labor Day? Yeah, you can't wear white after Labor Day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise you're going to have a fashion faux pas. Nobody wants that. I don't ever wear white. I mean, I have white shirts, and I don't have white pants, though. No. I can't imagine ever owning white pants. No. I have, I have a pair of white pants, but they are like uh, like swishy golf pants. Uh, like the nylon pants. Still, you still can't for, wear them for working out. Uh, no, I wore them under a costume for Halloween a couple yeah, years ago. Say, there's no way. First of all, you said you're working out. That doesn't check. No. That doesn't track. No. I would have I would have noticed. That no, was not true. I bought that was, a that was a lie. I bought a Halloween costume to a Preston girl and it was like an Aladdin costume and the pants were hundred percent see through. So I bought like white pants to go underneath them. Was the see throughness of them what was trying to be used to impress the girl or just the costume overall? Well clearly not, so I put <laughs> pants on over those. So <laughs> <laughs> be like, Hey, I bought this costume to impress you because you can see my dick. No. No, <laughs> she wanted to go to this Halloween thing, but she wanted to like get a matching costume so she wore a jasmine costume and i wore an aladdin costume oh that's so sweet it, it worked out well clearly. it did not yeah. d- not nope nothing happened from that we had dinner one more time and then i never saw her again oh but that's the way things are yeah when you buy a crappy couple's costume you should have bought a better one you weren't a good enough aladdin for her there were three jasmines not just one by the way hmm Multi, multi-color jasmines. A purple, a blue, and an orange? Yeah. Wow. So you had your pick of three jasmines, and as an Aladdin, couldn't close the deal. Uh, Way to go, Prince Ali. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm just, uh, I'm just a thief. Yeah. I can't, street I rat. I can't mack it with the, the no. princess? Come no. on. You're a street rat. Princesses. You're a dirty street rat. Uh, as you can tell, there's no Joe this week. Otherwise, he would have piped up and joined in and making fun of John, because he likes doing that. Um, he's still in hell, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, but like a Dante's Inferno Divine Comedy type of hell, where like he's working his way back out, uh, and we'll probably be here next week. I hope so. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if he's if he's trying to scratch and claw his way out of hell, then we, we hope he succeeds. Yeah. Whether or not he'll be here next week remains to be seen. He could be so distraught from the trials and tribulations of hell that, that we don't <laughs> of, see him for a few more God. weeks. Um, <laughs> No, he's in hell. As far as I'm concerned, he's that's, in hell. I don't true. care where he really went. I have to, I've been trying to talk to him. No responses. No. No, he's a busy guy in hell. <laughs> I see. Hell's, when you're fighting your way out of hell, it's... Uh, there's there's no signal in hell. 
Uh, no, I mean there is, but it's like it keeps cutting out as soon as you try to connect or send a message. I'm pretty sure like AT and T still services hell. Um, that's what that's what I got. Yeah, see there you go. Yeah, and it is hell. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So you know they're still servicing hell, but like you see, like oh I've got full bars, and then which is weird to say bars now because everything is like a, circles. No, well like uh, it's either a triangle, and the, like the triangle either is full or not as full. Uh, or there's the the dots, but like nobody has bars anymore. I no. don't think. But yeah, so you you'll see that you have full bars in hell. There's still bars. Yes. Uh, you see that you have full bars, and then the second you go to try to send a text or make a phone call, go bars on. drop out. Yep. Yeah. Nothing you can do. Um, but you weren't here this week either. No. You were off dog sitting, so I have no idea what you played this week. So why don't you tell me? Aren't you glad you got a switch for these travels? Uh, I played clean up the dog poop every day. You didn't bring your switch. Uh, I did, oh, and then okay. the battery died. You didn't bring your charger? Uh, no, because like I didn't think to bring my entire... So the family I was staying at their house, they had a Switch. So I figured they would have their dock, but I think they brought that with them. Yeah, because they're smart. What did you do? <laughs> I read and cleaned up dog poop and slept a lot. Oh, or, well, why didn't... I tried to sleep a lot, but I didn't sleep very much. Why don't you just come back here and get your, your plug? You don't even need the whole dock. You could have just brought the plug. Um... Didn't know that, for one. <laughs> you didn't know that. When you put the dock together, you didn't know that it was just a separate plug? I didn't know that that actually went to the bottom of the system. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's the same, it's I the thought same I, thing. I thought it was like you had to take the whole damn dock with you. No. Well, well, now I know. Damn noobs. Uh, so I played uh, a bit of Marvel and a bit of Tetris until my battery died. And then I played a lot of... Um, there's a new Gundam game on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it's on Android as well. Um so I played a bunch of that, uh, which is neat and cool, and I'm like happy making my little Gundam guy. It's pretty much so Gundam Breaker is a game that's on uh, the Vita and the PlayStation consoles, the three mm-hmm. and the four, where like it's pretty much a Lego game. Anytime you fight another uh, Gundam, like you knock off their pieces, and then you can use those to like put on your model, and you're fighting the plastic models that you can actually go and buy in the stores and stuff. So this is just the mobile version of that. It's pretty simplistic, but it has enough to like get me to come back just like any other mobile game yeah. to get you coming back um so i've been playing a bunch of that um and it's neat it's not enough for like me to sit down and play like it's not like a puzzle game so you can't sit down and play hours and hours at a time mm-hmm. and also the like mobile cap on it you know like everything has their their currency that has to like wait for time to you know get you more or whatever yeah, yeah. Is really low on this game, so you like I can play like four matches, and then I gotta wait like the rest of the day for everything to fill back up. Does the uh, does the changing your time on your device trick work? Uh, no, I've never tried that. I, I honestly didn't even know like it was a thing until you said it works on mm-hmm. yours. But I have an iPhone, and you have an Android, so I think it might be different. No, you just go into your battery settings, and you can turn you can usually turn off the auto connect to the internet and manually set it. Huh. Yeah, I didn't even bother looking. It wasn't. It wasn't enough, like, I'm trying to level up right now, and mm-hmm. I can't, like, and progress through the story at the same time, so I'm at this gap where, like, I can't do the event stuff, like, you know, everything, all these mobile games have, like, a weekly event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not strong enough to do that, and at the same time, I'm, like, slogging through, um, like, main story things, mm-hmm. but uh, I started playing it initially when it came out, uh, they had, like, a pre-registration thing, and it has a little story mode, and it is very uh gross like catery towards like anime people who don't leave their house and talk to girls and stuff it's you don't say it's well it's <laughs> but like gundam in general is not that like no. gundam is a it's a story about war like in 
uh, so like the you're like a main character. You go to school with, and you go to gun plus school, or you have like a a, a um a gunpla club that you've joined because this girl like forces you to join it essentially. And at so one point to impress the girl. Well, like you can choose your dialogue choices, mm-hmm. and, and so like one of them's always like the passive aggressive, like one of them's like a middle of the road, and one of them's just like completely head over heels with her which one lets you change to white pants to impress her uh that's all i want to know i don't know what color my pants are um i like how you looked down at your actual like was, pants no i was i was looking at the game because i was thinking wow you have the game up while we're recording no this is the kind of thing that would i would kick joe up well at least so. my sound isn't on that's um, true yet no the game is not on okay. uh but at one point she like gets excited that you won and she like grabs your arm and the like dialogue choices are like like yay dot 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 and then the middle one was like you know i'm glad i could help and the third one was like something soft is touching me i was just like i mean not wrong i would think i mean i didn't see the character obviously but i'm assuming she's not like sandpaper fingers or like jagged edges on her hand right so like technically something soft is touching she's got clothing that's soft as well yeah um, and then she like pulls you into a store at one point and it's like, I, girls never touched my hand before. was one of the dialogue choices. And I'm just like, stop. Can I just, can I, can I not do this? Like, can I have not be a creepy dude? No, no, you can't. Cause the other options were just like, don't fucking touch me. Or like, girls never touched my hand before. And I was like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> so you went right to aggressive. Yes. If there was no other option, I wasn't going to tell this girl who, I don't know, uh, that, I've never had a girl touch my hand before in weird Gundam universe. I don't know. It yeah, was that's a secret that you t- you take to the grave. You don't yes. even want to let the fake characters know that a girl's no. never touched your hand. No, or anything else. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I'm Bubble Boy, by the way. I just live in a. What was is, isn't that the movie where he lives in the bubble? He's like a. Germaphobe. I would hope that the the movie where the kid lives in a bubble is also is called Bubble Boy, yes. but it, it is. Um, Are you the John Travolta version of Bubble Boy or the Jake Gyllenhaal version of Bubble Boy? There were two of them. Mm-hmm. I only knew about the Jake Gyllenhaal one. Oh, yeah. It's based on a John Travolta movie. Oh. Well, no. Didn't know about that. I yeah. guess I'm the Jake Gyllenhaal version. Yeah, because Bubble Boy is the Jake Gyllenhaal, and then the boy in the plastic bubble is the original. Oh. So there you go. You well, now something. you know. You're always learning things on this podcast. That's that's the goal. That's what we come here for. But I got over that hurdle of the crappy, weird dialogue stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's not as creepy anymore. Like Yeah, because you told that girl to go the fuck away. Don't touch me. So she just left you alone. Now there are no more dialogue choices with the ladies because you scared them all off. Yeah, but you can uh, you can Halloween all over again. You can pose them like they're real models and stuff. I mean, you can just choose a group of poses to take pictures of and then send them off to nobody or the friends that are on your list. I have just Tyler <laughs> and then some random Japanese dude who added me. Um, uh, so like, it's cool that I get to make my like fake gun gundams but like mm-hmm. i've realized that like what i think is cool is not effective in battle because it's just like the certain parts have certain attacks that come with them mm-hmm. and all of the parts that i have apparently are bland in battle but they just look cool so i was like oh that sucks like my my cool looking guy s- sucks in this game like because he looks cool he, he doesn't do well like if i want to have like a guy who's super badass and has a bunch of powers and stuff he like looks like absolute garbage because it's just like pieces of everything else thrown together. The girl was gonna tell you that, like, if she grabbed your arm to be like, "Hey, just so you know, cool stuff that looks cool is not effective." And you were just like, "Don't fucking touch me. I don't like it." She's actually the worst one in the school, so it's, it's the it's the opposite. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was trying to distract you from yeah. being good at your model building, robot building. 
I'm just biding my time to, to play other things though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna like your Switch now that it's home and on the dock. Yeah. Well, and I was gonna buy um I was gonna buy a couple games. Uh, Rad looks really good. It's a um, Double Fine Games uh, roguelike game mm-hmm. that came out this week. I can't believe you didn't say it looks rad. It looks rad. No, it's too late now. You can't go back to it. You the power of editing. You can do anything. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> no. Uh, I only I put all the time and effort in editing into making things that I say sound cool and funny. That's I don't true. have time to do that for everybody else. It's the exact opposite for everyone else. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. You yeah. guys fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and then they also put out um, Grandia 1 and 2, an HD collection of both of them. But these are two old PS... I think one of them was on the SNES and one of them was on the PS1 maybe. Or maybe they were both on the PS1. Anyway, they're old. How much would you think that two old PS1 games would cost? I mean, are they... In a collection. Are they remastered or remade? It's remastered. So it's so just like upscaling. It's legit just making it not um, letterbox. It's widescreen now. Uh, and you said two, the two of them in a collection? Yeah. I don't know, 30 bucks? It is $40. Yeah, and that's and it's not. digital only. Yeah, that, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Any remastered thing is usually 40 It's a lot of money for two like 20 year old games. I understand that they're great games, but I'm out. Like, I do want to play them, but I'm not going to pay 40 bucks for them. Yeah, but I, th- I think that's probably because, like, where else can you play them? Like, they're not on the PlayStation Classic, I don't think. They right? might be. Oh, maybe. I mean, the, the digital versions, I mean, the, the HD versions clearly are not. No. Um, but then, I mean, all of that's mute anyway because good stuff is coming out at the end of the month. So I just got another week to slog through nothing. Or I'll, I'll try and finish Marvel while I can. Okay, because you got Astral Chain, what, next weekend? Yeah, it's the 30th, so... Or two weekends. Two weekends from now, yeah. yeah. Isn't there something else coming out in August that you were looking forward to? Uh, Deus, uh, Damon X Machina comes out um, in September. Okay. September 13th. I knew there was two, like, right back to back. I yeah. I thought they were both August. And then, well, and then the next week is Legend of Zelda. Holy shit, really? Well, the oh, week after... The, fourth, the Right? The, the week after um, da- Damon X. That's the 20th. Oh, okay. So there's, September twentieth. Oh, so there's still a month. Yeah, so there's still a month. I'm just saying, like, there are th- four games that I want to play that come out within mm-hmm. a week or two of each other. So I'll be busy and and poor um, within the next couple months. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like, I'm not going to buy these games because I'm only just going to give them two weeks of my time before I play something that I've been waiting and bought a Switch for. Yeah, if that, even if you get it, like, even if you give them two weeks, right? It may not be. Who knows? Yeah. So yeah, it's been pretty uneventful, other than cleaning up duck poop. Well, now you know that you can just take the plug with you wherever you go, and yeah. you don't need to uh, bring the dock. I like you weren't even that far away. I was surprised you didn't come home and just get it. It's it was kind of a hassle leaving the house too, um, like just with the dogs and everything like that. They they don't like it when you leave, and one of them would legit bite you if you tried to leave. <laughs> yeah, like he would bark up a storm. He'd chase you all the way down the stairs, and every step you'd go down the stairs, he'd nip at your legs and like try and bite you and stuff like that. So like when I was leaving in the mornings, I just had to like put my lunchbox in front of him, just kind of like use it as a shield from not getting bitten as I'm trying to get out of the door. He's just playing, or um, she? He's he playing? No, uh, he's got separation anxiety. Like I guess they were left in crates for their whole life until uh-huh. they like got into this family. So now like. My guess is when you're leaving, he thinks you're leaving forever sort of yeah. thing. He doesn't uh, want to be in the giant house that is his crate. Right. Which, he's got a whole house now. Um, but also, it's like 30 minutes, or it's like 25 minutes from here and 30 minutes to work. So, I I never thought of it. 
and I was just like, once I would uh, was at home, I was like, whatever, I'll just read and then go to bed or mm. try to go to bed or whatever. Well, now you know. Yeah. So if if anybody else out there just bought a switch recently and didn't know that you could just plug the power cord that goes to the dock directly into the bottom of your switch, there you go. Public service announcement. News for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, because I used to just sit there, like, I used to sit in bed and just play the Switch, and then when the battery would get low, I would just plug in any number of the USB-C chargers that I have, because, like, then my phone runs on USB-C. Yeah, you've got more of them than I do. Yeah, so, like, I would just unplug my phone and just plug my Switch in and play, so, like, I knew that right out of the gate, um, but as a person who, like, knows and has a million USB-C chargers, it's way easier. Yeah, I think um, that's my only one, because I have iPhone. I got Mac stuff, so everything is just the stupid Mac yeah. proprietary stuff. Yeah, but all it takes is just unplugging it from the back of the dock, and your next trip is all set up. Nice. Now you don't have to worry about having it die. No, I know. Else like that. Yep. There you go. So um, what about you? What I didn't play you much this week. week. I, uh, I did purchase a copy of No Man's Sky, because Beyond... The new update that includes VR came out on yeah. Wednesday, but I don't think I did it right because Why? when I went into the game, like it, it, I made sure to update it to like the newest version, um, and I went in and the videos I had seen after the fact show the VR is true VR first person. You're moving around, you're touching stuff, you're interacting. You can spin 360. Mm-hmm. The version I played when I booted it up was it looked like I was just watching it on a really big TV really close to my face in third person, which is not at all how I wanted to play it. So, like, I tried it just to, like, get used to the game, and then I just got a wicked headache because I wasn't I wasn't in the world. I was just, like, staring at a screen really close to my face. Weird. Yeah, so, like, I don't know if there was a setting I didn't turn on, and I didn't know it, like, I just, like, I put in the game, I updated it, I jumped in, put the VR headset on, and figured, like, it's going to notice that it's coming through my VR, VR mode enabled. And I even looked in the settings and didn't see like a enable VR or change to first person. Maybe because I was looking at the settings in the headset, which everything is small and looking around all over was kind of, you know, giving me a weird feeling. But like trying to play the game was not fun in the slightest in the way in which I was playing it. Did you download like the actual Beyond update? It's like a, yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's not like a DLC. It's a firmware update. So, like it's, so it's just added into the game. That's what it made it seem game. like. Because like I tried to look in the PlayStation Store after or before, while it was downloading to be like, is there a Beyond thing that I need? Mm-hmm. And I went to the No Man's Sky page and I didn't see it. Um, but the you know the firmware update was the newest version. So I don't know. But like when I went to watch the videos, I was like, what are people saying about this VR? Because this sucks. Yeah. Like this, I was so hyped for this and this is garbage. And then I went and everyone's like, oh, it's great. And then I saw videos and everyone's in full first person. I, I don't know if maybe I need to turn on the move controllers and like that is what triggers it. Oh, you know. were just using a regular controller? Yeah, because like I don't, if I'm, I just want to sit on the couch and like veg out in space and kind of just like look around left and right and like yeah. up and down and stuff. I would like turn around if needed, but I didn't want to like be up standing in the middle like with my move controller. Right. Like, I didn't necessarily want that VR experience. If that's what it takes, then fine. But that wasn't what I was going for at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I just got like a really bad like motion sickness headache and had to like put it down for the rest of the night and then just haven't had the time since because that was Wednesday and then like Thursday I had stuff, Friday I had stuff, like every day this week I yeah. had stuff. So I'm going to give it another shot uh, now that, you know, the weekend's kind of over. I want to go through and see if I can like figure it out. Yeah, I'm curious too just because I want to see it. Yeah, like because that's I've said this whole time. Like that's what I was waiting for to yeah. play. Yeah, uh, it was funny when I went to pick it up. I like you know I went to GameStop, 
because I don't know if I'm going to necessarily keep this game. I may not like it. The, the very beginning of it, I didn't like very much because it was just like, you're in a you're in a terrible like storm and there's toxicity everywhere and none of your stuff is fixed and you got to go all over this little world to like get the things to fix your stuff but it's you're just like continuously dying so I'm like okay it's not really fun yeah like, it's a crappy way to start you out yeah just throw me into the thick of shit and yeah. like be like okay go find this flower I'm like oh, it's all the way over there and you run kind of slow so I wasn't necessarily digging the start of it but like when I went to go buy it. The guy, like, gave me, like, the whole history of, like, what he thinks the game should be. Like, he wishes it was a Star Trek game and needs guns and lasers and spaceships. Like, all these things that he wanted. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just you know, picking it up because it's got VR. He's like, it does? What? I'm like, Dude, don't try to, like, first of all, don't tell me that the game that I want to buy would be cooler with a million other things. Like, yeah. Can I just go try the game first? Um, and he's just like, oh, yeah, it's had so many problems. And, oh, back in the day and all these. Other, like, he just kept running through, like the history of like all of the quote unquote problems the game has had since launch. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, first of all, don't do that. If you work at a store, like don't, I did, I mean, I did it back in the day and I regret it now thinking about how stupid it was to be like, Oh, this game sucks. Actually. It's like, officially in the rules too. You're not allowed to give your opinion on stuff until they ask for it. Yeah. And so I remember like thing. I got like spoken to about that at one point. Yeah. I never, like, I don't think I necessarily like just was like, Hey, don't buy this. This sucks. Like, unless it was something egregiously terrible, not like a, a matter of opinion thing, but like a, it doesn't work, it's glitchy type scenario. Like, we did that with two that worlds. <laughs> really interjected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, without the, you know, being asked first. But like, I was dead silent and this guy was just like, yeah, it'd be better if it had this and this. And then the guys didn't know what they were doing and they didn't put it out right. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, I just want to try the VR. And he's like, oh, it has that? Yeah, for a guy who knew everything about the game, I'm surprised. <laughs> right, thanks for giving me the history that. about it. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he knew the history, not the present. Right. Um, so maybe he should catch up a bit. But yeah, no, like I, I want to go back through and uh, and actually give it another. Now that I know that it's not supposed to be bunk, because it like it sucked. Yeah, I mean that sounds terrible. It yeah. sounds like I mean you you can watch movies like that too, right? You Where it's put, like I, you can just sit in front of the screen. Um, well, like you can go into I think Hulu has it. Where if you put it on, it's like you're in some swanky, like, New York City, like, penthouse apartment mm-hmm. watching it. So, you like, you can look outside and, like, see the outside. It's like, and that's weird, and I wouldn't, I've never done that. Just, like, I did it to see what it looks like, but not actually sat and watched anything. Um, but I think you can play pretty much every game in that way. So, I don't know if it's just, there's something I didn't download. There was yeah. something that needed to update. If there was a, you know, a switch I needed to press or something. Yeah, it sounds like you're missing... I'm missing some connection of some yeah. sort. Because I just I figured I'd put it on, and every other VR game that adds VR support, I'm able to put it on and play yeah. VR. Right. Because the first thing I did when it started up, it was like, do you want to play by yourself, where somebody may come in or whatever, or do you like want to play with others in other people's like realms or whatever? And I'm like, no, I just want to play by myself. Like I don't care about this other thing. It was not like, do you want to play in VR? Did, where do you want to play? It was just, do you want to play this or do you want to play that? I'm like, all right, I'll play this. You might have to get past a certain point too. I can't imagine you'd have to get past a certain point to unlock a like a view like how you view the game. No, but like you might have to get past like the tutorial stuff for that to be an option in the options menu. Maybe I'll have to look. I'll have to do a little bit more digging because initially I just like I looked up videos to see what people were saying, saw that it wasn't my experience in the slightest. Yeah, but still had a terrible motion sickness headache. Yeah, you're not going to wear back like, in. Thinking about, like, oh, maybe I'll just go in and fix it. Like, no, I didn't even want to put on the headset. Like, no. I didn't want to put on anything. Because uh, it was just, like, 
I just I felt off for the rest of the night, which sucks. Yeah, it uh, ruins your day. Pretty much. Um, the one, the other thing that sucked too is I, I guess I'd never done it before, or I just forgot. I have the like the old PS3 like Pulse headsets that have like vibrating in them and like all these other features. They vibrate. Sound. Yeah, they have like a vibrator like motion thing in it. Weird. Um, yeah, there's a sensor you can turn it up and down. It's basically just like a bass, and it just you know. Uh, that's the pulse in the pulse headset. Oh, because I one. have like the golds. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know the difference between them. That's the one after. That's the PS4 one. Like the PS3 one. Because mine like, doesn't vibrate. No, because the, there was a regular one for PS3, and then they updated to like the pulse one, and so I like got that one, and mm-hmm. then just haven't purchased another one because it works on everything. Yeah, but it doesn't work in VR. I was kind of mad about that. Weird. Yeah, I like plugged it in. I think it's because it's wireless and it needs that like. Too many connections are needed between the the VR and the headset. Something it's just like no. If you want headphones, you can get 3D audio surround sound by plugging into the like little box on the headset, which is fine. I just went and like I wanted over the ear headphones because I wanted to like get lost in space, yeah. so to speak. Um, but so I just went and got like other over the ear wired headphones. But I wanted like the the big official right official yeah because all my wired over the ear headphones are like crappy plastic so like they're all you know like they're star wars branded and they cost 20 bucks right so like i was afraid trying to fit it over the headset i was gonna like snap, snap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thankfully i didn't so that was good but yeah i'm gonna give it another shot but as of right now i did not have a good experience probably i'm i'm chalking that up to being my fault it's got a user error somehow yeah uh, so i'm not gonna be like hello game you fucking suck this is just another this is another example of how you screw in the gamers because you promise things and then don't deliver. Like that's not what this is in the slightest. I 100% admit it is probably 100% my fault. Well, and yeah, we'll update next week when we find out. I guess. Yeah, or, you yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see what it comes to and whether or not I even like the game. Still, mm-hmm. I may, I may not. Who knows? Uh, all right. So that's it for what we've been playing since it's just the two of us for this week. Uh, but we'll jump right into the lightning round, not lightning round. Uh, and we'll start with confirmation of a thing that we were pretty sure of now is official. We knew a new Need for Speed game was coming. Mm-hmm. It is officially called Need for Speed Heat. It is coming November 8th. It will be un- like it was officially unveiled just the other day, but I'm sure they'll go in depth and all these other things at Gamescom. A lot of the stuff on here is going to be Gamescom adjacent because Gamescom is this week coming up. So a lot of this stuff is getting, you know, getting the word out a little early before full reveals, full unveils. There was a trailer. uh, It takes place in Miami. It kind of had like a Miami Vice vibe to it, but it's not an 80s game. Like it's set modern day. Like all the cars are modern day. And it's... I think just anything in Miami has that. Yeah. Like connotation to it yeah which like i mean miami's got a thriving nightlife and it's always kind of had that neon aesthetic to it but all the articles were like you know need for speed has like miami vice vibe and i'm like that's cool i would love an 80s need for speaking that'd be so sick and i'm like oh it's just because it's in miami you asshole (laughs) not miami vice just miami vibe but like in the trailer there is the kind of the neon and the, like the purple and blue kind of like Miami Vice colors throughout it's so, like I I get it yeah. but don't tell me it's Miami Vice themed if it's just Miami like come on <laughs> I don't need the vapes like okay uh, so like I was kind of bummed initially but like car chases street races all your favorite Need for Speed things that's good I've, I've liked the most recent ones I didn't play the last one I played the one before that I think the one before the police one, whatever that one was. I don't 
I never keep track of them. They're always pretty much the same. Like, because then there was that time where it was just it's Need for Speed, but it's called Need for Speed again. Like, and then there was the like it was Hot Pursuit, but it was just a new Hot Pursuit. It wasn't like a remake or yeah. rematch. It was just called that. So I, I can never keep up. Well, and that's kind of video games in general. Like everything has gone back to just naming it what it originally was. Yeah, God of War, Doom, Doom. Yeah. So I, Hitman. I don't. I don't remember any of the uh, the Need for Speeds other than it's cars and it's racing. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare, perfect example. So uh, that that should be pretty exciting. Yeah, I've liked them. I I usually buy them or like play them whenever they're on sale. Like they're not a sixty dollar game for me, but I they're enjoyable at least. They're at the very least a potential five dollar EA Play trial. Yeah. For November. That's true. I've already planned my September FIFA trial. If there's one for Need for Speed. I could see myself throwing five I would do that for sure. Yeah. I mean, granted, they probably don't have trials for every single game they got coming out. But that's a flagship franchise, so they, they may. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lightning round. So, uh, John, you obviously bought a Switch a couple weeks ago. I did. And then the it's day your Switch arrived. Say what? It's been a month. It has. It's yeah. been, yeah, pretty much a month. Mm-hmm. Um, the day your Switch arrived, Nintendo announced a new version of the Switch. Yeah. Though not like a Switch Pro or anything. Just better battery life. The extra processing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, this week, it was kind of not announced because it's not an official program, but users on Reddit and other websites and news places uh, were able to call Nintendo, put in a request to switch from the old version or the regular version mm-hmm. of the Switch uh, to the new model with the battery life and the, the progress updates and everything. Um, and all they had to do was pay for shipping. Which is a sweet deal. And insurance. And you had to buy insurance too? Yeah. So it ended up being about 75 bucks. Ooh. Yeah. It's not that good a deal then. No. Um, but this was, if you're absolutely desperate, need to have the newest, bestest thing, and you just bought the thing on the 17th or later, meaning if you bought this on Prime Day, no dice. Yeah. Uh, but if you bought it on the day that they announced the new one or after, you might be able to yeah. switch. Your mileage may vary. Nintendo's come out and said that they don't have an official replacement system on this. Um, because this isn't official yet. Like, I'm sure they're probably not advertising this, but it's just yeah. like they did with the drifting Joy-Cons. Like, if you had an issue with it, put in a ticket, they would probably replace your Joy-Con for you. Oh, they would. But now, like, they're doing this for these systems. They're just not saying this is the official, like, because they probably just don't want to lose money, you know? Yeah, I mean... They're not really losing money. I, if anything, the newer ones are probably cheaper to produce because the parts are smaller and the, you know, two years worth of ingenuity says that they're probably less expensive. Oh, just in, to, yeah. just in general. Yeah. So, both, like, even if you put these extra things in there, you're probably not losing any money. In fact, you're probably, you know, breaking even, if anything. Yeah. Um, because if someone just bought a newer, old version of the Switch that has all of the cheaper components but was still selling for the same price, and then you got $75 out of them and then just gave them the new one, okay, yeah, that, that checks out. It's probably an even exchange to them, if not making money on the deal with the $75 uh, insurance like line item that you have to add yeah. to, the, to the transaction. Uh, but, I mean, still a cool thing to do. Uh, but, again, they, the official word is um, they do not have a Nintendo Switch exchange program. Whether that means that they will deny some people, it remains to be seen. So far, it seems that everybody that tried it, or at least that posted about trying it, 
says that they were able to get one. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you could call and you bought it on the 18th and maybe you bought it with a special, you know, bundle or price or something. Like, they could just tell you straight up no. Well, they so. did confirm that they're not replacing limited consoles. So, I, I don't know why you would want to send your limited console out to get a gen, like a normal console back. I mean, if it was one of those things where, like, you got it just because it was the one the store had and you don't care about the game, you're like, you know, because sometimes you walk into a store and all they have is just these, like, old ones for a game that came out a year ago, but, like, no one bought the system for it because nobody cared. Yeah. Like, I've seen those float around every now and again. So maybe if you're that person, you're just like, I just want to switch. I don't care what it looks like. I'll, I'll buy this one that's here. Right. Then then, they, then you're SOL. But, I mean, I mean, that makes sense anyway. And I think they said, like, the Splatoon ones they wouldn't replace either because I guess technically the Joy-Cons are random colors. And they can't confirm that your Joy-Cons that are coming back are going to be the same colors that you had when you sent them out? No. Yeah, and so the Splatoon ones, while the console is the same, the Joy-Con are um, specialty colors. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I don't know what the the ruling would be. I wonder if you just went out and like bought a, if you had just like a second black pair of Switch Joy-Con, could you send that in and just keep your Splatoon ones since the system's not any different? I think the from what I remember reading, you had to actually send in your um, your serial number, and that I'm sure is tagged to whatever color your Joy Cons are. And so, if you sent it in, I mean, you'd be chancing the fact that they may or may not send you back the same thing, or send you back your just your console in general, and then you're out seventy five bucks. So you did have to provide them with more information, um, but it just doesn't seem like it's worth seventy five dollars in. And, like, the hassle of not having it for God knows how long it's going to take them. I know when, like, Microsoft was replacing consoles, it took, like, months. Yeah. Um, Same thing with, like, Rock Band guitars. Like, I sent out my Rock Band guitar when it broke, and it took two months to get back. And it took a month to just have them send me the empty box, too. So it was, like, a whole three-month thing. And then, I mean, not that I played Rock Band every day, but I couldn't play Rock Band for three months. Yeah. I mean, that's a a long period of time to... I'm sure at a, at a time when that game was popular and you were playing it more than, I mean, not once a day, but like more than once a oh, week. Oh yeah, like we had rock band parties and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this is a whole console. So like who knows how long and how quickly. They're, they're clearly not going to send consoles out no. beforehand because that would just entice people and not send theirs back. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I guess if you're, if you're desperate for this, don't want to send it out. I did see that GameStop was offering like 225 bucks or like 230 bucks for your original OG style switch towards the purchase of the new ones. Because the new ones have a different box, so you can tell without having yeah, to yeah. serial numbers, which is thank God. Um, so therefore you could buy you could trade it in for like two twenty five, two thirty, buy the new one. There's your seventy, seventy five dollars right there. So if if that's essentially the same thing as the Nintendo unofficial program, but you don't want it but you want a same day transaction, get the new thing, go home, play it. Right. That's technically an option for you. And there's no... I don't think that there is a, a date cap or a serial number thing. I think they're just like, if you have a regular style Switch and want the new one, 70 bucks out the door, you're good. So you can maybe even trade some old games too, I guess. Well, yeah, I don't know and, if that's still going on, but I did see that this week as well. That makes sense for them too, because that just gains them a shit ton of money. Because then they can flip that for the same price. Yeah, they'll sell it for 260 or whatever. Right. So they make 30 bucks on it, but then they nickel and dime you with other things and they'll buy your games for a penny so it's fine 
<laughs> All right, uh, lightning round. This is another one of those pre-Gamescom style uh, things where THQ Nordic is in the news because they're just trying to get ahead of what looks to be potentially a pretty big deal uh, for them at Gamescom because they have, I think, a bunch of titles that are unannounced that they will be announcing. Mm -hmm. So we don't know more on that. Uh, we will probably. I mean, it, that might that news might be out tonight as the you know the podcast goes live, where. You know, I think the first night of Gamescom is Monday, so they will probably have some kind of thing that day. So you guys may already know what those games are. We do not yet. Uh, but they have some other items here, uh, including they've purchased more companies, which is always good for them because that just means their portfolio of games is skyrocketing. More than 48 or whatever. Well, 48 is just the, the number of games they have like in oh, development. Oh, in development, yeah. Yeah, this, like, their portfolio of games is astronomically ridiculous Yeah, because of all the random things and properties they've just bought up uh, do you have the list of companies that they purchased john uh so i have at least one of them Gun okay. gunfire games uh was the studio that made darksiders 3 uh and they published that so thq themselves have some you know hands in that yeah they purchased the rights to darksiders when uh, thq regular closed in like 2012 right. or 2013 um, so that was that was a game that they put out, but they didn't make themselves. Uh, and now technically they did because they own the company that made it. Uh, they also acquired uh, Goodbye Canvas Game Invest, um, which has also netted them uh, a bunch of other indie game studios. Mm -hmm. Five in total. Um, Palindrome Interactive, Fall Damage, Neon Giant, Kevlar, and Flame Bunker. Uh, none of these are anything I know by name. Uh, the one of them got made Biomutant, which is um, coming up. So that's their game now. Uh, I think that's the one with the like duck on the cover or something. Sure, Joe would know. Joe's all about Joe's all, Joe, Joe's got his birds. Yes. Uh, they also bought uh, Milestone SRL, which is uh, an Italian developer that made Ride Three and MotoGP. So. Yeah, they're known for racing games. They've been around for like 20 years, according to this article that I believe you're also reading from. <laughs> uh, so Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. So, you know, more more games. Racing games are always good. You know, that's a steady, easy turnaround if you want an annualized thing. Racing games are pretty easy for mm -hmm. that. So if they need, you know, a MotoGP game for next year, they've got one. If they need some kind of car driving game, they've got one. Sure. Boom, THQ Nordic really doing big things with their uh, with their IP, uh, including uh, bringing back some famed creators for work on franchises that they have not been helping with in recent years, and that is Metro and Time Splitters. Uh, both the author of the Metro books is said to be working and writing the story. He confirmed this himself on Twitter mm -hmm. um, that he is working and writing the script for the. Metro was it Exodus was the last one yeah so the sequel to that which yeah. he was not involved in no the last game that he worked on was Last Light which was in 2013 so he's back to help move that franchise forward and if I recall there was a rift between them for the last game I don't know if it's they didn't want his involvement or he didn't like what they did without him no he claimed he wasn't getting his cut of the, That's what the money mm -hmm. um, and saying that he created this and then they spawned it off of something new and he should get whatever they did even though it was included in the original deal, he should get money because yeah. he created the backbone of the series. Yeah, and so even though the series went on to sell millions of copies and be a world-renowned game series, 
he was only getting what he agreed to when he did it in the first place. Right. For I think it was probably only for the first two games too. Like yeah. they were just like we're going to make two based on your books. Like we also have the rights to make more of them, but they're not going to be based on your books. They'll mm-hmm. just be called Metro. And I'm sure at the time you're just like sure they're not going to sell well. And boy was he wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also Time Splitters as a part of the THQ Nordic franchise. The creator there uh, is coming in. They didn't say what he's necessarily doing. They worded it as forging the future, meaning he could just be writing outlines, he could be writing scripts, he could be drawing storyboards. We, we don't know. Yeah. But he's involved, which is good news for Time Splitters fans, I would assume. I think this is one of those things that we uh, predicted, too. Or not predicted, but hoped would happen. I think a couple weeks ago we were talking about like franchises that we would want new games out of. And I remember saying Time Splitters is one of them. There you go. Because I think Joe and I were like ping-ponging back like old franchises that are haven't had, had a game in forever mm-hmm. um i love the time splitters on the xbox like the original xbox i think it was time splitters 2 that sounds right because i think that would have been a ps2 game as yeah well. my brother and i played the crap out of that game so more time splitters would be would be fun um yeah i mean having the creator back obviously gives that a little bit of a you know kick in the pants to either be good or at least get fans engaged to. Yeah, who knows if he's actually making a Time Splitters game? He could be making anything. No, well, he's forging the future of the franchise, so he could just be like, "Hey, here's some bullet points about what I would do if I was in charge of the whole game." And they're like, "Cool, we'll take your bullet points. Thank you. Right. You can go. Goodbye." Yeah. So forging the future. Not really sure uh, what that means, but it is what it is. Uh, also on the THQ Nordic slate, uh, Dead Island Two has gotten its third developer. Because uh, it just keeps bouncing around. I gotta pull that back up because I don't remember. I thought Dead Island Two already came out. Uh, no, no, it's just been around for a while, if I believe. Unless I wrote two and meant three. Let's see. Or was there like a weird sequel, not sequel? There was a weird sequel, not sequel. There was Dead Island Riptide. Riptide. That's what I'm thinking of. That's yeah. the one with the terrible um, collector's edition that was just a zombie bust in a bikini. Hot. so hot yeah they uh, got in lots of trouble yeah dead island 2 was announced in 2014 uh it's now being made by damn buster studios uh they worked on Homefront: the revolution that was their uh most recent game uh, that game's surprisingly good Homefront: the revolution yeah that's what i heard i always wanted to play the Homefront games because i like the idea of like an alternate history yeah red dawn style yeah like, takeover kind of thing yep. but i just never got around to it but i did hear the revolution was uh, surprisingly good it's just really short it's like a three and a half hour game yeah that was the knock on it i remember back because i think i was working at GameStop at the mm-hmm. time it was yeah. like oh this game is great but it's five hours yeah because the person who wrote it wrote red dawn so it's like oh i only know how to write movies the, the original red dawn or i think so maybe the remake i'd have to double check so I will do that in a second. But yeah, so Dead Island, Dan Buster Studios working on Dead Island 2. Uh, I forget what the other studio... Because this is like the third studio, I believe, that yeah, this worked game, on Dead Island yeah, 2. Yeah, it keeps bouncing around. Uh, now i got to find it again. I'm trying to think. Because the, the game studios that made that made... Um, is it Criterion? Not Criterion. Okay, so here, uh, Spec Ops The Line, the developer Jaeger was the original developer on the game. They were removed from the project. Sumo Digital came in uh, to replace that uh, development team, and apparently they're also not up to snuff either. Uh, Deep Silver, but they were the publisher. 
I was trying to think. It was like someone who had good stuff. Um, well, THQ Nordic bought Deep Silver, did they not? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I was just trying to remember who they, – they weren't the publisher. They were the um, – or they weren't the developer. They were the publisher. Mm, gotcha. What was I supposed to look up? Uh, the uh, author of uh, Homefront. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew as soon as I stopped thinking about it, I was going to forget it entirely. Uh, let's see. Homefront, The Revolution. Alex or... Hood or Hazit Zala. Uh, I feel like maybe it was the original Homefront was written by a person. I knew there was one of these Homefront games was written by somebody who wrote a movie, and that's why it was so short. John Millis? Yes, he uh, wrote two dear, Dirty Harry movies, The Wind and the Lion, Conan the Barbarian, and Red Dawn. And he... And he, which, he, he wrote the first uh, Homefront. Okay, that's what it was. I knew one of them. John Milius. There you go. So that's what it was. I knew one of them. I knew one of them wrote Red Dawn, and this was essentially Red Dawn the game. So. Oh, he wrote Apocalypse Now as well. Oh, oh. He was the screenwriter for Apocalypse Now. That movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then the last item from the THQ Nordic slate of news for this week is that the next Saints Row game, originally from Deep Silver, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the next Saints Row game is deep in development. Deep. deep. Not deep silver, but deep in development. I've given up on that franchise. <laughs> it, it's, it started off trying to be serious, then did, did uh, then not did Island. Um, Saints Row 2 was like slightly comedic, but still trying to be serious. And then 3 was more on the comedic side, and then had DLC that was just straight up comedic. And then 4, and I don't know if there, yeah, there was a fifth one, I think, right? Because there was a, a, another weird sequel, not sequel, in between there. Well, there was Get Out of Hell. That was one that of was just DLC. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that yeah, was, that DLC. was DLC for Saints Row the Third. Um, and then the fourth one was like straight up the Matrix, and I think there was a fifth one after that. No, the fifth one would be the next one. Okay. that is deep in development. Yeah. So after the third one, it just turned into nonsense. Um, so if they go back to their roots, or I guess. St. Rose 2-ish I'll be interested, but otherwise it's just it's pretty much uh, like a meme game. Like None of it is taken seriously. Granted, I'm sure it's fun, but it's just not for me. Yeah, because it's just like a it almost was like a GTA clone at the start, and now it's something which is good that it's something entirely all its own now, and not just the fifth game in a series of GTA clones, because nobody would continue playing them. Right. Um and it, you know they sold well enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. Granted, this is a game that hasn't had a sequel since 2013, as it seems like everything from this list had the previous game from <laughs> 2013 um, in some form or fashion. But yay, more Saints Row, I guess. Sure. I mean, again, I'll I'll know what, when it's not in the Matrix, and you're not an actor who I don't know gets turns into the president of the United States. Like it, it was, it was bonkers. Yeah, Johnny Gat was the president, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you get sucked into the Matrix and you get superpowers and stuff. And that was all spawned off of the DLC from Saints Row the Third, where like you get sucked into the Matrix, but it's like... It's Enter the Dominatrix. Enter the Dominatrix. Yeah, yeah but it's like a hallucination or something like that. And then like you get superpowers and it kind of ruined the game because it's still GTA, but like it's faster to fly everywhere. 
and you shoot lasers out of your hands. So you never use guns, and then you never use weapon uh, vehicles, which are the two main things about the whole game. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just turned the game into a superhero simulator and negated everything else. Which could be cool, but if that's not what you jumped into the franchise for, no, it was pretty. It turned into prototype. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like a really goopy, goofy, over-the-top prototype. I was going to say, prototype is pretty goopy. goopy. <laughs> it was super goopy. Goopy on his hands or his arm claw yeah. or whatever. It was also just not my brand of comedy. Just the, the like... Uh, I mean, it's just poop jokes. Quote-unquote, random. Like, everything's goof- like goofy and random. Oh, you said quote-unquote, you meant to say hashtag. You're supposed to say hashtag random. Hashtag random? Hashtag random. Do, do people do that still? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like somewhere there is, but I don't actually like. I never respected the people when they said it originally. No. I definitely wouldn't be like, you know what? It's better now. Say it. Now. Five years later, still going. Yeah, no, it's not that. But yeah, hashtag random is the is what you're looking for for that brand of comedy. It's yeah. poop jokes and hashtag random. It is. Mm-hmm. You I mean, do the hand symbol too. But that's the the finger symbol. Yeah, the two fingers in yeah. making the pound sign. As opposed to one finger making the pound sign. <laughs> ah. One finger and one fist. Yeah. Um, no, but that kind of like brand of comedy has turned into like Rick and Morty and that mm. stuff where it's just like lots of screaming and random shit happening all the time. Yeah, but it's edgy, so. Yeah. yeah so edgy. Not for me. No. Which is fine. Totally understandable. Something that is, I bet, for you yeah. is a whole slew of Koei Tecmo games that got trademarked this week. Yes. Why so, don't you tell us about them? So Koei Tecmo uh, is the series, or the developer behind the Musou series, the Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors and, and everything Warriors. Um, Hyrule Warriors they helped on. Hyrule Warriors. They did the Fire Emblem one as well. Um, the Those games are called Musou games in, in Japanese and in Japan, and they in have, America too. Uh, like I mean, I refer to Dynasty Warriors as a Musou game, but they're not like in the title. Oh no! Like Gundam Musou is like the, those are called Musou games in Japan. Like oh, so like what is Dynasty Warriors called in Japan? Um, something Musou. I honestly don't know what Dynasty Warriors is because it's a Chinese one. But like like Gundam. Um, I right, find Samurai Warriors. What's that one called? It's, it's Samurai Musou. <laughs> um, but so like, Musou the word for warrior then? Musou is like giant like battle i guess um but uh like gundam dynasty warriors gundam which doesn't make any sense as well um was just called like gundam muso in Mm -hmm. in japan but anyway they filed five trademarks um for some things that have potential and some things that sound like nothing um so they filed uh muso mode muso play tensei muso um gakuen muso and isekai muso so um, Tensei might be like people think about Shin Megami Tensei, but that's an Atlas game, so that's definitely not going to be it. I, well, you can't rule out necessarily a cross-branded thing. I mean, they they work with Nintendo to make Hyrule Warriors. They're not above taking somebody else's beloved franchise and putting them in to one of their style of games, and then doing some kind of profit share. Or but we already have that with Persona R coming out. Is that? A Musou? Uh, yeah. I mean, oh, it's not okay. a Musou-branded game, but yeah. it's a Musou game. Okay. I didn't know the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Gakuen is school in Japanese, so uh, school Musou game. I, I don't know how that would happen, but like, there's lots of um, like school mob games. Or, uh, so there's a, a series of 
or genre of like manga and anime uh, that all take place in school, and they're just about like gangs that fight each other and stuff like that in school. So that would be cool. Like, there's Worst and Crows that they've been made into movies as well. Um, so if they did like Crow Zero Muso, I'd be super down for that. Where you're just like high school kids fighting other high school kids in like giant gang battles. That sounds awesome. I mean, unless you're a kid in the gang battles, you're probably not too jazzed about that. Like, I just want to go home and you know. No, you fight other gangs. No, it's like a, a. It's not a real thing, obviously, but in the manga, it's set apart like uh, like hooligans. Are you telling me mangas aren't real? Some of those them aren't. Those some aren't of them are real things that take place. Well, some of them base, are based on reality, and some of them are not. I'm just saying that like. Are there not epic battles at ice skating competitions? Because I've been <laughs> lied to. I don't know if they ever battled at ice skating competitions. I think they just ice skated. Oh, really? There aren't fights. No. What about the volleyball one? Any of the sports ones? Are they fighting? In no. Them? No, no, they're just really intense. So like when they're about to strike stuff, like lines fly by them, and then they like power up for forever. But it's really just volleyball. Huh. Um, That's lame. That's lamer than I thought it was. <laughs> you thought they were like legit fighting? With I thought they were like they were on a volleyball team, and like they would go to volleyball competitions. But then like every once in a while, they'd be like walking home from school, and a demon would attack or whatever. And they would fight them because that's uh, that's my perception of anime and manga. I know so, like, you don't you don't watch very much. I don't. So like. When I saw that they were, like, when I heard tale of this, like, volleyball or ice skating thing, I thought it would be like, oh, yeah, that's part of it. But then also they battle the demons of the underworld no, or whatever. No, no. That's, I guess, I, I can't blame you because a lot of people's preconceived notions about anime is that everything's about demons and tentacles. Um, no, I'm not even, like, the, I'm not t- venturing to that thing, but, like, every other anime has, like, tons of epic battles and fighting and all kinds of but stuff. But really, majority of the anime that are out are just, like, enhanced ways to watch normal things like i'm reading a manga about people playing um chess like ch- uh, japanese chess yeah and then the demons will come out of the pieces yeah you'll get there i mean i don't want to spoil anything for you but that's <laughs> definitely what's gonna happen no the king will transform into the king of the underworld no you'll have to fight him in an alleyway no mm-hmm. uh you got me off rail uh so i don't remember what i was gonna say like a demon in an alleyway when you're walking home for volleyball practice I knocked you off your game. Oh no, the Gakuen stuff. So like, uh, it's like set up like hooligans where like they're they're like, oh, we'll fight your schools after like school's over. Meet me on the playground, sort of thing. And it's like mobs of people fighting each other. So that could be cool if that's what that is. Uh, but the major thing that they um, trademark is Isekai Muso, and Isekai is a um, very popular of anime and manga now. Where this is now what you were thinking of, but like uh, similarly. Um, <clears throat> Where people are sucked into other worlds. That's what I'm saying. This is the anime that I right. know and still don't like. <laughs> I, I don't like a Sekai stuff either. It, it's a very cheap trope. But it's like... So the most popular Sekai that's out now is Sword Art Online, which I'm sure you've heard of as mm-hmm. well. Um, where people are playing an online game and most of it takes place in the online game. Um, but there was like Batum was one. Uh, where uh, they get like dropped on an island and they have to like use these little bomb things. Uh, there's, it's now become a parody though, like where people are being isekai'd. I don't know if you can verbalize that. It just means another world. Mm. Um, but uh, where people are being taken into another world where they'll wake up. And the most recent one was they, uh, uh, the day I got reincarnated as a slime. So you know, in video games, slimes are the like starter enemy mm-hmm. and this guy who or kid who plays video games all the time on his phone 
wakes up one morning and he's inside a game and he's been reincarnated as a slime hmm. and he's trying to, to like develop powers and trying not to get killed by everybody as they come across him so that one's also very goopy then it is very goopy okay yeah he's a he's a liquidy slime hmm. um very much goopage it's a very very popular genre right now uh it's not like it's not for me i've seen some isekai stuff but it's just become the most generic trope right mm. now where it's just like we need to have something like we need to come up with something and it'd be like i'll oh, just let them wake up in a new world like, so those those other ones you said uh, muso mode and muso play is yeah that some kind of like muso maker or is that just a trademark to go with these other ones it's just a trademark they didn't i mean these were found by someone so yeah. this wasn't like they koei tecmo didn't come out and say anything my guess would that be that these are going to be mobile games, the, the bottom two, um, Muso Mode and whatever the other one was. Because um, I'm still waiting for a, like a... Muso Play. <clears throat> like I'm looking forward to a Dynasty Warriors <clears throat> Maker or something like that where I can like, I can build the giant map yeah. that you then would populate with enemies. So like I could make little, you know, places where you could try to like, you know, force them into a small area to try to pick them off. Right. Like, that'd be really cool to try to build these levels that either make it super tricky or make it you know super difficult like what if you get trapped in a corner like there's corners everywhere what yeah. if you get trapped in it don't get trapped in a corner like that's why I, I think that'd be pretty cool well and then like the muso modes you always play or the the muso games you always play as another character like i kind of want a muso game where you, I, I play me like they kind of did that um koei tecmo did the uh, new attack and titan games and you do play as a just you know you can make your own character in that mm-hmm. um but that was just weird because you just kind of played alongside the story of the anime or the manga, I guess, for either of them. Um, so, like, you were just watching other people do stuff, even though you were the best person in the battle because you're doing all of the battling and killing all the, the titans and stuff like that. Uh, you were also doing it alongside, like, the main characters of the show and you know where it's going and you're clearly not a named character in that stuff. So it's just like, I'm a background character, but I'm also doing everything as good as everyone else is. So I want a Muso game where I can play as a new character that I make myself, and I am the main character as opposed yeah. to the weird side person, and everyone else is still doing stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a licensed game, although that's probably what gets most of these people to pick up the games is the license of it. Oh, for Either sure. The long-standing Dynasty Warriors franchise or something else being tacked on, like you know these sort of online type animes or mangas or yeah, you know Hyrule Warriors, for example. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of cool to have, like, a Muso RPG, I guess, where, I mean, because they are kind of RPG-like in that you usually yeah. have to boost your stats and everything. Yeah, you gotta, like, put on um, armor and, like, obtain armor. Yeah, and, uh, but just write a story like where you're the main character, and also there isn't a way cooler character on your left and your right. Right. If they did a super meta thing where you play an Isekai story, and you are that character that is then sucked into that game, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, again, it's tropey, but it's not an anime. Like I'm playing it; it's a video game, so I guess it's set in the the, the universe of what that would happen. Yeah, and the tropiness of it could lend well to the game where you could put in game tropes, and like your character would notice things about games that you would also notice right. as a person who plays games. To be like, oh, wait a minute, this is very similar to every other game that has something similar. I know I have to go find the key or whatever over here, right? Because I played a game before. Well, and that's like the way that the series generally are yeah. too. So you add that in to a video game and make it like a full circle meta thing, like you were saying. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah, and it wouldn't be tied to a franchise, so it'd be more likely that I would play it. Because otherwise, yeah, 
I mean, they've made Sword Art Online games before. Yeah, I remember there was like a 3DS one. And... There's like there's like eight or nine of them. Yeah. Um, but they are playing the games that are being. They are playing the story of the anime, which is weird because they could just make the games themselves. Which... Yeah, as opposed to just play alongside the show. Yeah, because that's lame. I haven't played. I haven't played any of them. I've seen some of them being played. I've heard they're not that great. Um, but it just makes more sense to make them... They're an MMO. Like, the games that are being played in the game, just make those an MMO. Like, yeah, but then you can't make nine of them, because it's an MMO. You just make the one. But you can just make... Tax, like, at this point, fine. Nickel and dime that series. Like, make uh, loot boxes for that. Like, it's an MMO. It, it. Why is this not being made? I know that there's, like, in the Sword Art Online series, there's multiple games. They hop from game to game. For one reason or another, the first game was taken down, um, and then they hopped into a gun one, and then after that, it was another fantasy one. But, like, make those. Like, why not? Because? Yeah, because <laughs> because, <laughs> the, the, I got. because this, this series characters sell more. I, yeah. I think that's what it is. People yeah. want to play as the, the characters from this, the, the anime. Then. Well, I mean, you said that the point of those the, that show is you get sucked into the game, right? Yeah, well... So, so wouldn't the, the main characters from the show be then the main characters of the game because they got sucked in? Well, the original, the original series was they, everyone was playing this game, and then one day when they were playing this game, they said, you're stuck here. If you die here, you die in real life. And so that was legit. They were stuck in it. And then from that point on, the main character of that has solved it and like beaten the game. Uh, they were stuck there until the game was beaten, gotcha. by the way. So um, Jumanji to Jumanji here. Yeah. 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 Um, so he solved that and beat the game. And then in real life, they were like, oh, the, the corporation that made that game is making a new game. What? It's always a corporation. Yeah. It's always an evil corporation. Always. They're making a new game. And since you beat that one, we want you to beat this one because of reasons. I don't remember. I didn't watch it. It got weird and incesty. You know who probably runs the corporation? Evil demons. Evil from demons. From the underworld. No. Uh, yes. Normal people ran it. As far as you know, you stopped watching. Maybe by the third season, they announced like, "Oh yeah, the corporation, fucking demons, you better fight them." <laughs> Tentacles on your way home from and school. everything. <laughs> Just fight them on your way home from school. Because that's what you do. No, that's as far as as far as I know, that's what you do. And one of these days, I'm gonna sit you down no, and you we're won't. gonna watch a normal anime series, no, and you're no, gonna be won't. like, "Oh, this isn't weird and no teardrops and no tentacle stuff." And no, it's not the tentacle. You're focusing on the wrong part of it. It's, I don't. I've never seen a thing with the tentacle thing. It's all the other tropey face anime. It's the animation style. I just can't. It doesn't matter what it's about. I can't do it. We'll uh, we'll, we'll try. I'll nope. try. No, it's not gonna work because I'm gonna have my phone out and I'm just gonna hold <laughs> my phone and I'll be like, oh yeah, that was really good, John. It's great. Leave it's, now. That's what you do for most things anyway, though. That's what I mean. Yeah, but those are things I like. Imagine the thing I don't like. Yeah, you're see? so close-minded. I'm not close-minded. I'm willing to give anything a shot as long as it's not anime. <laughs> so you're close my open-minded for everything except for yeah, that pretty much that means i mean you can't say i'm closed-minded just because i don't like one thing and refuse to budge on it that you haven't seen any of sure but i'm not gonna do it i this is like this this is now it's now a part of my personality it's a part of who i am i'm a like guy it. who hates anime i don't like it you, i know you don't because I, I hate anime and you, you don't like you, you don't you hate anime for for seemingly no reason no it's uh, for all the reasons I just listed, because of all the, the way it looks. I judge that book by its cover every single time. Every Everything. Everything. Every every one of the anime books, judged it by the cover. <laughs> anime books. Not into it. Yeah. The manga shows, no. Judge it by its cover. 
Even just quick popping those, I can see, I can see how irritated and. Moving on. <laughs> no, I'm still I'm still here. Uh, lightning round pause. Aha! I did it. Damn it! I used the structure of the show to stop you, uh, so I could make fun of more anime. Go ahead, give me an anime you like, and I'll tell you why it sucks. <laughs> no. Go ahead. Just just go. It's thrown out. Just go. Give me one you don't even like. You only like a little bit. Just throw it out. Tell me <laughs> No, Come on, we're not doing one. Not like, one that you like, you like, like the first two seasons, but then the rest of it, you like, couldn't get into it. But give me one of those. Sword Art Online. Yeah, it sucks because yeah. of the way it looks. Okay. It's done. All right. Next one. Give me another one. Uh, did you watch? Uh, not. It's not anime, but you watched the Castlevania show. And you I liked did. That. I did watch the Castlevania show. It's not anime, but it has the See, anime. That's why I liked it. It has the anime looky to it. That's why I liked that. I still it's think that anime. you would like uh, Attack on Titan. No, because I've it, seen the faces on the Titans, and they just look derpy as all get out. But that's can't do it. that's kind of the purpose. Like they're I, I know, but I just I can't, I can't. I would like. It's one of those things where I, I don't want to invest. There's so many other things that I like really want to invest my time in that I just don't get to. Like there's a million shows that I need to catch up on and watch, and a million movies that I haven't seen. To like sit down and watch an anime thing just seems like the biggest chore in the world to me. Like I'd rather clean the whole house fifty times in a day before I sit down to watch an anime. What about a movie? Maybe I don't know. It like, because I like I even tried uh, to watch like the X Men anime, which I know like people bad. said. I know it's bad, but like a thing where I like the characters, yeah. I like the idea. I'll watch a crappy X Men show all day. Yeah. I've watched them all. Most of them aren't great, um, but like I'll watch a thing that I don't like the look of because it's a thing that I enjoy, and I mm-hmm. still couldn't do it. Like I just. Like, it started, and there was the flashing lights, and the lines, and the, everything, and I just... The camera spins. I couldn't do it. It was... But it was... It's just a, a bad series in general. I know, but, like, I, I've i watched other bad series. But it's two now bads on top of each other. Like, it's a bad series, and it was a bad anime. So you already didn't want to watch it because it was an anime. And then it's now compounded by the fact that it's actually bad anime. So yeah, but, like, I didn't even get far enough into it to, to give it the chance to find out if it was a bad story. Because I just like I couldn't I couldn't watch it. No, and like I I agree the animation on that show sucks. Yeah, it just hit all of the the like check marks of things I don't like. It did, and it because it was trying to be like, hey, it's like slightly American, but also we know that this is all Americans think that anime is, so we're gonna make it like that. Yeah, and that was the the absolute worst thing they could. No, and that was done. yeah for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, give me another anime. The, uh, Lightning round resume. Good, thank God. <laughs> I don't want to come up with more things for you to shit on. <laughs> Uh, from trademarks uh, to FCC filings, we've got pictures this week from the FCC of a new Nintendo Switch controller, mm-hmm. uh, which I probably should have put higher up in the order when we were talking about Switches earlier, but it didn't, and here we are back here at the bottom. Um, that looks like an SNES controller. Sure seems like an SNES controller, um, but it's for the Switch. It's got a Switch-style serial number, so like the three numbers, I forget what the three numbers are at the front of like the Joy-Cons, and the Switch itself, and all the other Switch accessories. Right, like GameCube had Dolphin, so I think it's DLF, or DLP, I think. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like HC something, I forget what it it's is. It's whatever the... Um, yeah. Yeah, I know what you um, And so it's got that kind of number associated with it. Yep. All it shows is the back, so we don't see the buttons, but, I mean, if you've seen SNES controller, you know you know that look. You could pick out the silhouette, you could like, you know, cover up half of it and only show one half, and right. be like, yeah, it's an SNES controller. I know what that looks yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, so this lends more credence to the fact that SNES games are probably coming to the Switch Online, mm-hmm. whether that's a tiered system where like, all right, it's 20 bucks, you get the, you know, you get the NES Online, you get your multiplayer, that's all you get. 
maybe for 30 bucks you get SNES. Like, I don't know if they'll do that. There's no other news about it besides that. Um, but the fact that a Switch-branded SNES controller is coming almost certainly guarantees that Super Nintendo games are coming to the Switch. Yeah, and they did say at one point that um, SNES games weren't out of the like realm of possibility. And they even said that, I think, about N64 games at one point, too. Um, yeah, I think they said that like they want to try to bring a ton of content to the online offering yeah which everyone was like okay you know snes and they're like yeah probably and like beyond like yeah maybe yeah that wouldn't surprise me in the slightest but i mean that's gonna be pretty cool i will probably get them even though i have the snes classic downstairs with the wireless controller and all the games in the world enhanced on it and i still haven't touched that thing for very long no but i would it would be easier and more accessible on the switch because I played this the NES online games more than I ever played the NES Classic. Are those wireless, the NES controllers that you had to have an online thing to get? Yeah, they just uh, they just slide on to the sides of the Switch to pair. And then they're completely wireless. Oh, okay. So I was wondering if these were going to be wireless or not as yeah, well. Yeah, they almost certainly would be. And they probably come with a pair as well. The pair for the NES was 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if these were 80 bucks. Just looking at the jump from it's got two the, more buttons. Yeah, two more buttons. Ten dollars a button. Done deal. Sure. Get it up. Well, five dollars a button for for two, if it comes in a pair. True. Yeah. True. Good point. Um, yeah, I mean, yay! If that if, that, if that's what this is leading to, which it seems like it must be, yay! Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they'll come up with a, imagine them coming out with an N sixty four one that. You slide onto the side, so you just have like the three prongs sticking out of your switch, so it looks like some weird hand. Yeah. Uh, then you have to fight on your way home from school. On your way home from school, <laughs> probably. Uh, tentacles may or may not be involved. I don't know. You keep bringing that up. I never even thought about tentacles, but clearly it's on your mind. Probably because it's in all the animes. Uh, <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> this is what happens when Joe's not here to back you up. It's just you versus me, and whether or not anime is good, and I won because it's not. It's terrible. Joe would be like, no, listen, there is some good stuff. And I'd be like, I don't know, Joe. But like, at least then you guys would have be able to team up. So what you're saying is you, you would listen to Joe, but you wouldn't listen to me. No, no, no. I would still fight both of you. Okay. But like, you'd have a partner in this battle. Uh, like you would if you were walking home with your friends from school. And it's even popped out of the ground. <laughs> That's what, you'd have a friend to back you up, probably, in your epic conquest of punching and kicking. And maybe fireballs, too, probably. I don't know. All those it depends powers. on what level I am. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or what school you went to and what classes you were in. Or right. Probably. Who my grandfather is because that always, always. is tied into it. Yeah. Because he's probably got dragged to hell like fighting the demon originally. Right, right. And it's your legacy to exactly. you know, save him yeah. and help, help him go to the other afterlife. You know. You know way more than you think you do. This is all the fucking same. <laughs> I only know that because it's the exact same thing every time that doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super down. I will buy them. I bought the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like The second they were available for pre-order, I was like, yep. Yes. So what SNES games, if they're coming to the online service, that do you want? Like, I, I guarantee you it's going to be everything that's on the SNES Classic. I mean, anything that I would want would be things that I couldn't get. Like, they'd be licensed yeah. games. They'd yeah. be things that there's no way in hell. And that's the I think that's part of the problem with, like, the SNES to NES is a lot of those games. Like, you get, like, you, you have your top tier Super Nintendo games. Like, mm-hmm. those are the ones on the SNES Classic. But then this was also the period of time where licensed games were becoming way more prevalent than they yeah. were. Like, they existed in the, the NES era, but in the 16-bit era, it exploded. Like, everything had right. a licensed... Like, if they, if it existed, it had a game. McDonald's. Yeah, so... Pepsi. Yeah, the 7-Up, 
Pizza Hut, like they all had games. Yeah. So, um, I, a lot of those licensed games would be really cool to have. Like obviously your, you know, your Aladdin's, your Lion Kings, all mm-hmm. those different things. Like those would be cool to have, but we won't. We won't no, we're that. not going to get those. No, and I mean, your Link to the Past, your Mario Worlds, All Stars, all those games. Yeah, of course, I would love to play those games. It'd be awesome to have two wireless controllers to play original Mario Kart. That'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, so there's nothing, and there's nothing that I think would come to that that I can't play elsewhere. It would just be cool to have the convenience to either play it on the TV with two wireless controllers like we would have back in the day, or just on the go, just, you know, picking it up and playing a level of something. Yeah. Done deal. A link to the past. Yeah. And, like, the, the cool thing about the online is it has the save states, it has all that other stuff, so it would make it a lot easier to play those games in smaller spurts, so mm-hmm. you could do so you know, on vacation or on the bus or the subway or whatever. Like, that'd be really sweet. Yeah. When it comes to the N64 stuff, that's where I need, I want my wrestling games. I want my golden eyes. I want all the stuff that I loved playing on N64, but I know I would never, ever get that. Yeah. But I would probably buy those controllers too. Although if they sold them, they'd probably sell them as a four pack and I would be hard pressed to convince myself I need that. If there was an N64 classic, I would. Well, yeah. Cause like four players, that's the, the thing the N64 did. Like, yeah. That was your, that was the, like, the big deal. It was like four players right there. So like, if they sold the controllers, would they sell them as a four pack to force you to buy four or would you, they let you buy any number you want? I don't know. I think that at that point they would downgrade it and just sell them the one at a time. Maybe. I would are, maybe they're much bigger those. controllers. True. They're more expensive to make, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that would work. I'm still holding out hope for the N64 Classic just so that way I can get all four controllers and then enhance it to play the games that I would really, really want to play. Yeah. In addition to the, you know, the normal N64 fare that would certainly come on it. But right. I, we haven't heard of it by now. I honestly don't think it's coming. I know. I think we're done with the Nintendo classics. I feel like we would have heard about a Game Boy or an N64 or something by now, and we just haven't. So. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they could this, be thinking about their new systems already, though. Yeah. And, like, maybe if the Sega one sells well, they're like, oh, shit, someone else is doing classic consoles well. We should probably put out another one so we're the leader again. Because, like, they weren't scared off by Sony's. No. Maybe they thought, like, oh, Sony's bombed, so maybe our, you know, PlayStation-era equivalent would bomb, too. Who knows? But I'm Just not, do it right. Like, know, Sony just, just fucked up. It was their own fault. Yeah, just fucking make it. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, a game that Joe and I, I think, I think Joe played back when it was a demo for a Kickstarter game, uh, is coming to early access later this year. Uh, the the skateboarding game Session uh, is what I'm referring to. Now, I remember playing the demo for it back in 2017. Probably talked about it on the show because the show would have been existing at that point. I don't remember if Joe tried it or not, but Joe is very much looking forward to this yeah. because it is a spiritual successor to the skate franchise. Which Joe loves and wants a sequel to. I didn't even. I don't. I don't think he's played it because I remember watching the the trailer for it during E three with him and him going, "Is it Skate Four? Is it Skate Four? And then he was like, "Oh, it's a new one." And he's like, "Cool, I'm down for a new one." And that demo would have been out already by the time the E three E three trailer was out. So. Correct. But even you telling me about this for the news item when we were sitting here talking before, yeah, I was like, I think that's the game I played. And you're like, I don't. What game did you play? I'm like, I thought it was this one. And you're like, I don't think it might not be. I'm like, that's a good point. It might not be. So even if you played it, that was two years ago. Who knows if Joe would have even thought like, oh, I remember playing a demo for that game two years ago because it was a demo for a Kickstarter game. And yeah. And it was out of sight, out of mind. 
So we'll have to ask him next week. But I mean, this is definitely going to be a thing that he plays in early access. If if it's going to be on systems, it's only early access on Steam right now. Oh, it's only early access on Steam. Correct. Okay, because I like because if you saw it during E three, you would have seen it during Microsoft's. It was presser. during uh, EA's, I think, and that's why I think we were all hyped, thinking it was going to be um, Skate Four because Skate was a EA licensed game, or not licensed published game. No, it would have been during the Microsoft one because it says it's also coming to uh, the Xbox preview sometime during October. Okay. So uh, early access September seventeenth for Steam, uh, and then Xbox game preview in October. So no hard date, but sometime in October. Nice. So that would most likely be the one that you saw. I'm super stoked for it. If that's if it's going to be anything like Skate, because the Skate games are some of my favorite games. Yeah, and it's like Skate in that you're using the joysticks to you know ollie and kickflip, and you're you know. You press down on the right joystick, and that you know puts your foot that like that what you put down on the the tail, and then you flick it up, and that's your front foot flicking up for an ollie. Or if you go up and to the left, it's a kick flip, and up and to the right, it's a heel flip, or vice versa, depending on if you're regular or goofy footed. Right. So, um, well, and also the fact that it's not going to be a like over the top arcadey thing. Like this is trying to make like the best line, whereas like the Tony Hawk games are just trying to wrangle up points and yeah do handstands and jump over hobos and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's pretty real life, jumping over hobos on a skateboard. It's pretty, I mean, who hasn't tried that? Uh, I, I can't skateboard. I tried that once. Mm-hmm. I was not very good at it. No. Well, you probably need a hobo in your way to really make you go for it. Yeah. Because you won't want to hit them, so you'll do everything in your power to ollie over them. Dude, I hit so many hobos in that game. Oh, uh, we're talking about real life. Uh, no, my my bad. I I was, I thought we were talking about real life. Never mind. Uh, moving on. We're talking about Tony Hawk games. We're talking about session. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't know if uh, I'll like bother playing the Xbox version of it. Cause you have to like pay for their preview thing, whatever the Xbox Pass thing is. I think and that's part oh, of it. Oh, it's not like a. It's not the same. Whereas like, because early access on Steam is you just buy it. Yeah. And then it's you have it and you know that. It, probably gonna be buggy but then when the game comes out you just yeah well it didn't say it was part of xbox's like game preview game preview which is the i think it's just the equivalent of early access it's not the games pass i don't think i mean you you're the xbox person in terms of you own one uh my xbox turned itself on today it, really yeah it does it all the time uh it hasn't done it for a very long time but i was like sitting there typing on my computer and all of a sudden doop. it's like i didn't i didn't touch you what are you doing uh, Xbox Game Preview is a way for our fans to preview and purchase work in progress digital titles. Oh yeah, so I guess it is. So yeah, it's just you just buy it, but you buy it with the understanding that it's a work in progress. Yeah, because Xbox Game Preview games can be purchased and played like regular titles. Yeah, so like PUBG was a preview yes. title. Yeah. yeah, but it was thirty bucks. Yeah, um, so yeah. I didn't buy that. Someone bought it for me. Might be missing content, continue bugs, need extra balancing. So like they let you know that hey, you can buy it. It's just like a regular game, but. Chances are it's probably going to be wonky as, as all get out. Well, I mean, it'll be a month after it gets out on the PC, so at least we'll know some yeah, we'll know um, semblance it. of if it's worth spending money on, mm-hmm. even though it's not finished. I still don't like the preview idea, um, but it's not going away. I mean, it's no different than if you just put a game out, said it was real, and then it was buggy, and then you patched it. Like, it's honestly not any different than that. I mean, I prefer this way as opposed to saying yeah. the game is complete and having it being patched over time, but at the same time... Technically, every game is a it's, game preview. 
because there's always a day one. Patch. Well, yeah, for so now. Every game is a game preview, essentially. But this is like kickstarting a game that's already done, sort of thing. Like well, this was a Kickstarter a... game, so. In, in general, like PUBG wasn't a Kickstarter game. No, like PUBG was like, pay me thirty dollars so I can finish my game, but we'll let you play it while I'm finishing it. Yeah, I kind of like that because I'd rather do that than kickstart a game. I'd rather get something right then and there and say, oh, yeah, you need more time to make it good. All right, fine. But at least I can play it as opposed to, hey, kickstart this game that I have an idea for it. I have a demo for it, But who knows if I'll finish it or who knows if it's good ever. Yeah. Well, in the case of PUBG, I couldn't play it. It was it was so broken that it would constantly freeze my system. So I paid 30 bucks. Well, someone, someone got it for me, but yeah. they paid 30 bucks for me to get past the opening drop in like on the once i got off of the not the bus because uh, whatever the air airdrop yeah like nine times out of ten it would freeze before i hit the ground That's and then like dying. it well and then like i would continue on and like i would play with skip and stuff like that and then every once in a while like it happened more often than not. i think i finished like two games or like died yeah. and then like completed two games out of the like 15 or 20 that we tried Without it crashing. Yeah. So, I mean, you never know what you're going to get with the, uh, the game's preview. No. But, but we'll you'll know. have the opportunity. Yeah. And we'll know after September 17th. Yeah. Whether and, like, Joe will worth. definitely get this. Like, there's no way he's not buying this. So No. We'll have, we'll not on PC, but on Xbox, for no, sure. No. Yeah. Come October, we'll have reactions. Uh, we'll make him bring it over. Or at least sign into your Xbox and we'll bring your Xbox. Yeah. I mean, granted, if he likes it enough, I'm going to buy it anyway, so I'll have somebody to play with. Oh, so you listen to Joe, but not make your own opinions. Um, what? Wait, yeah, yes, maybe <laughs> maybe Joe can also convince you to watch the anime. <laughs> he can't. Uh, all right, well, that'll do it then for the uh, lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know if you are able to switch your switch. Uh, if you are excited about anything, THQ Nordic is doing, uh, either announcing or coming out with or anything, uh, you can let us know there. Uh, what kind of Musou would you want to see? And do you like anime? Yes or no? Uh, the answer is no. Uh, you can let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Don't watch anime. <laughs>